0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys. And take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, we've got a delightful show lined up. It's a treat. For Jordan, Jesse Go fans. hmm And let's be honest, Jordan. For people who don't really like Jordan, Jesse, go, but do like another podcast much more popular than ours that our friends host. (laughs)
2: Yeah, if you are tuning in, if you're gritting your teeth and tuning in because you want to hear our great guests. Yeah. Boy, howdy. Is
1: this the show for you to grit your teeth through? We've got a live show taped right here in Los Angeles at Angel City Brewing starring our friend Allie Gertz. Music from the great Allie Gertz. Delightful, uh... Uh, social media songstress—that's mm-hmm. feel like a fair yeah. characterization uh, of no one of the hosts hilarious comedy. of uh,
2: the Everything's Coming Up Simpsons podcast right soon here to on be, the Maximum
1: Fun Network. Soon to be back with
2: a hot new format. I've heard.
1: Yeah, they're working on a new format. Very excited about
2: that. Very excited. And of course, uh, Nick Weiger and Mike Mitchell, the Doughboys, um, two of the funniest fellas ever to podcast
1: and there's a cameo appearance by the great benjamin harrison Ooh. from maximum Fun's zone greatest generation uh, real a real friend of the program ben harrison
2: this is a, a jam-packed show it was a ton of fun to record and uh i think it's going to be a ton of fun to listen
1: to let's go to the stage of angel city brewing in los angeles california
2: How you doing, really hot room? Woo! Hot room, of course, meaning the temperature,
1: although you guys seem ready for a show. Yeah, Jordan Jordan Jesse Go is the only live podcast that comes with a free heat rash. <laughs> Who's feeling itchy out there?
2: A lot of people are here because they're podcast fans, but half of the crowd is just here because they need to make wait for the high school wrestling team. Ha 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 ha! Got to lay between two gym mats and just kind of tolerate the show so they can sweat out a little bit of weight.
1: It's great to be out. How about Let's hear it for our buddy Story Break. They yeah, it they're out the air. best. That has never stopped feeling like a magic trick to me. I guess sometimes when I'm listening to or watching them, I think it would be amazing to be talented <laughs> <laughs> or have a skill.
2: Uh so this is the uh <laughs> I agree, that'd be nice. <laughs> uh this is the final stop on the Summer Boys of Summer Tour, and we've been all around this great country to eights of cities. <laughs> uh and it's been really, really nice to uh to kind of meet the people who listen to the podcast. It's really, you know, kinda of when you do a podcast, you kind of feel like you know you're in a room and you're doing it into a void and you're like, does anybody listen to this? You know, they just I you know I hear from the fans when I get the name of a DC Comics character slightly wrong, (laughs) and they're mad. Uh, But but other than that, you know, you don't hear from people, so it's so nice to kind of meet the people. And we've had a lot of cool you know we've had a lot of cool fan
1: interactions. Um, We uh, we had somebody. Our first show was in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah. uh, And it was the theater was attached to a Dairy Queen. Which is actually a zoning thing in Minneapolis. You have to have a Dairy Queen attached to all public buildings. (laughs) And uh, we just started talking about blizzards, and like halfway through the show, someone just full-on brought us blizzards.
2: Uh, and it was great because then the next twenty minutes was just two men eating a blizzard on stage.
1: <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Not eat the blizzards? Yeah, like, it, got,
2: it was slightly more dramatic when we got ice cream headaches, but then other than that, <laughs> very uneventful. Uh so you know, kind of that started a little you know, we talked about that at the other tours and then people would send things up, send up local delicacies, you know. But but in Washington, DC, we were talking about well, why does no one ever palm us drugs? Yeah.
1: It's like we get, we know that we're not Kiss no. or whatever. Yeah, I but mean,
2: it, I consider myself a Star Child. <laughs> You're a Cat Man. Yeah, sure. Uh, but no, we are not Kiss, and therefore, uh, you know, no one ever, no one ever gives us the old. Oh, I don't know the name for this. I'm going to say the old fucked up handshake. <laughs>
1: There you go yeah there 's a thing like we know this from having friends who are musicians where like a fan will come up after the show and be like, "Hey, cool show, nice to see you and then you 'll pull it back and you 're like, "Oh, free drugs so, and i don 't even do drugs, and I want free drugs
2: yeah. uh, so so we uh so in washington d c that kind of came up, and that was a little like you know source of conversation during the show why does no one ever us drugs and then you know we have a afterwards you know if anyone wants to buy a poster we'll hang out and you know take a picture sign the poster uh hear about your podcast um, <laughs> oh really oh uh, uh, playing all the dragon quest games huh <laughs> love the fans uh so, you know, there's that moment. So there was this woman who was waiting in line, and she kind of waited in line. Uh, and I would describe her vibe as a uh, punk bike messenger. So keep that in mind. Uh, so she waited in line, did not buy anything, just came up, did not ask for a photo, just reached out, shook my hand, left something in my hand, and walked off. And so, I, saw, I saw this. Yeah.
1: This was like... It was like she was like the coolest punk rock person ever who does this all the time. Yeah. It just was like so... ice cold eyes like I know what the fuck to do.
2: It was chill, it was confident and then and just walked off. Did not like wait around, didn't
1: uh, just didn't talk to Jesse. No. Um, <laughs> ignored me. Again, I saw it happen, and the, the whole vibe was like, I ge- yeah, I mean, I guess she would do it to Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> aw, buddy. Yeah, What's, well, aw. You know. To be, I will
2: say, yeah. I might look like the one most likely to do drugs. Yeah. But your beard goes nicely with all the other beards in this craft brewery. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Is it nice to come to a place like this and your beard can meet all the other beards? (laughs)
1: It's like a dog park. Yeah, I've been thinking about about getting another beard so my beard has a beard to play with. Oh,
2: yeah, sure. Yeah, you got to have two so the other ones don't get lonely. Yeah. You should do a thing where you find a guy with another beard and tie a sock between them. (laughs) And you can play like they're fighting over it. Uh, Anyway... Uh, So she leaves this thing in my hand and just leaves. Just leaves, doesn't say hi, doesn't say love the show, just leaves this in my hand and leaves. And I uh, think to myself, oh, fuck. And I stick whatever it is in my back pocket. And I spend the whole, uh, you know, rest of the time shaking hands, signing the posters, hearing about how you get drunk and watch
1: all of Battlestar Galactica... (laughs) Oh, cool. I mean, we're in Washington, D.C. We don't, we don't want Glenn Weldon to see you doing drugs and narc on you. No. Uh, you know how Glenn Weldon sure. from NPR's Pop Culture Happy Hour is. <laughs> Famous narc.
2: Everyone. Everyone listening to this, tweet at Glenn Weldon narc. <laughs> okay, everyone in the audience, if you have your phone, do it now. And then again when this comes out nark uh, so so i i have this thing in my pocket and you know we still have half an hour of 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 you know autographing to do and i'm like do i go to the bathroom do i flush it down the toilet and i'm going to get arrested was that a sting like i just don't know
1: <laughs> i don't and I, you know, They're listen. just sending undercover detectives to podcast shows <laughs> in case they can entrap podcasters who ask the audience jokingly to palm them drugs. And honest- that was season six of The Wire, if The Wire had continued. And-,
2: <laughs> and honestly, like, I talk a big game, but I mean, the biggest drug purchase I've made recently is CBD oil for my cat. <laughs> She's nervous. There's a lot of construction going around outside. Yeah. Uh, so I have this thing in my pocket and I'm kind of freaking out. I don't know what to do. Um, and, and finally everybody leaves or, you know, every we, we, the line gets done and I'm like, okay, I can finally look and see what this thing is. So I kind of go into a little corner and I reach into my pocket and I take out and look at what it is. Uh, and it's an Alka-Seltzer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got fucking pranks, so... dude. Let's.
2: Like, just think about the commitment to that. <laughs> to not even stick around to see the joke. To just kind of go home and know that it happened.
1: I think she probably went home and, like, that's her thing, like, sexually. <laughs> <laughs> Is to know that three miles away at the theater, you're sitting there and you just got burned. Right, right. She just likes knowing that somewhere a lame is
2: confused. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you know, if anybody wants to palm us the real thing uh, after the show, it'll kind of
1: freak me out. <laughs> uh, we got a great guest. We yes. Are, oh, we got so many great guests on this program. Later on in the show, uh, our friends Nick and Mitch, the Doughboys, are going to be here. Uh... We have a very, very exciting guest coming up a little bit later. Yeah,
2: uh, unannounced. This is actually kind of not on the. Uh, this is not on the flyer, so this is kind of a kind of a surprise uh, drop in.
1: Uh, you probably know him. Originally, of course, he started as a music video director in the 1980s and 90s.
2: We, I don't know. Do we want to say?
1: No, well, let's no, we'll say wait. Wait, later. wait, we'll wait. You guys are going to be very excited. This show is going to transform into something amazing. <laughs>
2: Lady, ladies and gentlemen, Starscream! <laughs>
1: uh, uh, we've got some really... God, I would love it if
2: Starscream was here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's just a children's party entertainer. That <laughs> comes on. Uh, we've got all kinds of amazing stuff coming up in the show, uh, but before we get to all of that, We have a very special musical guest on this evening's performance. You know her as a regular guest on Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, You know her as one of the internet's famous, uh, most beloved songstresses. Uh, You know her as the former editor of Mad Magazine. Please welcome to the stage Allie Gertz.
3: love um i love thinking i'm about to be announced and then i hear a very very special guest and it's like that's not me that's not my turn <laughs> um i also like and there's going to be a lot of amazing stuff but first ally gertz <laughs> that's as good as it's going to get it's a brand new capo just for you guys um so if you guys don't know me from uh guesting a couple times on the podcast. I am a music comedian of sorts. Um, my name is Allie, but I used to go under the name Cosby Sweater. Um, I don't remember why I changed it, um, but I have, I have a lot of discounted merch. If you want to have the name Cosby in your home or on your person, come to me after the show. This capo is fun. Okay. If the capo becomes so um, not a fan of me doing this, I will just ask someone to like press their finger down really hard. Um, or if someone just wants to do that now, or at any time that I seem like I'm struggling, it's it's a it's a fun casual time. I see some people kind of already ready to go. You can we can all press the thing. It's going to be fun, you guys. It's hot. It's really sweaty. We already are very. We're smelling each other. Um. <laughs> Can I? Have, I want someone to come up and help me with this capo. Can someone please volunteer and just press this down a little bit while I'm playing? Thank you so much. Uh, let's get a round of applause. There's a stool here just for you. There's a stool here if you want, or you could stand. But if you could just press. Um, what is your name? Parker. Parker. Let's hear it for Parker.
0: <laughs>
3: just press this down oh, the whole take time. A more. Okay. Somehow it's worse, but you know what? Now it's not my problem, so we're gonna pretend that the guitar sounds better than it does because we're all creative, and it's gonna—it's not about my guitar playing, which is excellent. So don't worry about that. Um, this is a song, um, keeping with the summer vibes. Um, I'm gonna make it a little hotter. Uh, this is a—this is a little flirtatious. Um, we look very similar. This is. There's a lot happening here tonight. We, you know, I, I went blonde recently, and I, it's only so you, that you could tell us apart. You're doing so well, Parker. touch me I don't have cooties that's not a sunburn that's how my skin is you'll like me once you get past the sunburn again that's not a sunburn that's what my heart does creepy they call me creepy But
4: I'm creepy cool I'm creepy cool I'm creepy cool
3: Dinner, then maybe a movie You'll like my talking I talk very good Then after, we'll see about kissing. That's what I'm good at. That plus the talking. Creepy. They call me creepy. But I'm creepy cool, la la. I'm creepy cool. I'm creepy cool. Let's give it up for Parker, everybody. All right. Uh, and also, uh, Jordan, Jesse, go. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so excited. Jordan, welcome back.
2: Uh, give it up for Allie Gertz later. Allie uh, Gertz. <laughs> uh, She will be back uh, later on in the show with more music and some humorous chatting. Um, oh, uh, before we get to our guests, uh, you, there's we kind of wanted to deliver a piece of edutainment, right?
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's true. I feel like the world is really mixed up these days. Right, right. Uh, People kind of need leadership.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of moral gray areas out there, fake news and, you know, other stuff. Um, So, yeah, so I think kind of what, what the world needs right now are some blacks and whites, some definitive... Some definitive answers, some guidance, and only one man can deliver those answers. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesse Thorne is here to tell you what can hang it up and what can keep it up with a segment we call Hang It Up, Keep It Up. First, we're going to tell you what can hang it up. And there's a music cue that would probably be playing when Jesse's wildly gesturing and
1: music that's it hang it up rock tumblers you know rock tumblers promise smooth shiny treasures made in the comfort of your own home but you know what they deliver loud clanking sounds that's what days and days of loud clanking sounds hang it up rock tumblers hang it up pet fish a trail of poo trails from their butts like a disgusting aquatic rhythmic gymnastics performance hang it up pet fish hang it up permit parking i don't have a permit i don't even see the goddamn sign that said i was supposed to have a permit how do you even get a permit write a letter to the mayor this is bullshit hang it up permit parking Hang it up, presidents. You know, I used to think presidents are great, but now I'm not so sure. (laughs) Hang it up, presidents. Keep it up. For every
2: hang it up, there must also be a keep it up. Yes, a portion of the segment with a different music cue. (laughs) The segment we call Keep It Up. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it up, a nice hat.
1: You know, whether it's sunny or rainy, you'll need something to cover your head. That's where a nice hat comes in. Keep it up, a nice hat. Keep it up, Spider-Man. Without this powerful man-spider hybrid, New York City would be in a whole heap of trouble. And who doesn't love a well-timed wisecrack? Keep it up, Spider-Man. Keep it up. The Doughboys. These lovable scamps may pretend their program is about food, but we know the truth. It's about the enduring and transformative power of friendship. Keep it up. Cameras. These clever boxes snatch memories from the never-slowing slipstream of the passage of time. They're a system of lenses and mirrors built to deflect the inevitability of decay and death. Keep it up, cameras.
2: That was. Hang it up. Keep it up. We now return to Jordan Jesse Go. La la la
0: la 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 la
5: Hey, I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin.
6: Together we're The Flophouse. A podcast where we watch a bad movie and then talk about it. Movies like Space Hobos, Into the Outer Reaches of the Unknown and the
5: Things That We Don't Know, the movie. And also, Who's That Grandma? Zazzle Zippers, Breakdown 2, and Backhanded Compliment. Elvis is a Policeman. Baby Crocodile and the Happy Twins Leftover Potatoes? Station Wagon 3 Herbie Goes to Hell New episodes available every other Saturday Available at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts Bye. Bye! La, la,
4: la I'm Joe Firestone. I'm
0: Manolo Moreno. And
4: we're the hosts of Dr. Game Show, which is a podcast where we play games submitted by listeners regardless of quality or content with in-studio guests and callers from all over the world. And
0: you can win a custom magnet. A custom magnet. Subscribe now to make sure you get our next episode. What's
4: an example of a game, Manolo?
0: Pokemon or medication.
4: How do you play that?
0: You have to guess if something's a Pokemon name or medication. medication. First time listener, if you want to listen to episode highlights and also know how to Participate, follow Doctor Game Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'd love to hear from yeah, you. it's really fun for
4: the whole family.
0: snorlax
4: pokemon Yes.
0: Nice. La 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 la
2: la la you for you uh, apart they are uh, they are two fantastic uh, writers, actors, comedians, together. Uh, they are the hosts of uh, one of the funniest podcasts in the whole wide world. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Nick Weiger and Mike Mitchell, the Doughboys.
5: Guys, All right. welcome to the program. Thank you for having us. Uh, oh, wow. Mitch
2: totin' a brewer, brew dog. Nick I did. totin' a sparkling water.
6: Yeah. Look. <laughs> I did, I'm trying to cut down on my beer consumption uh, because of the calories involved. I, they, and we're at a wonderful brewery, and yeah. they do some great work here. But I'm just trying to, I'm trying to just take it easy with beer. But I would like to be having one, but I'm having to spin drift instead.
1: <laughs> have, have you thought about not hosting a podcast where the premise is you go to Burger King?
6: <laughs> yeah, I, I, the problem is Mitch and I are both financially reliant on it. <laughs> so we're kind of trapped. Uh, I like that you're, you're the fat guy now on the podcast. We're gonna, this, is a, this is like a season four twist for us. We are going to switch. You're going to become lean and mean. I'm going to become a, a big fat piece of shit. <laughs> You
2: know, Jesse and I have often talked about switching places. I think uh, next year I'm going to be
1: the tall one. <laughs> going
2: to become tall, um, Nick. Uh, and you I'm have... going to
1: become well liked.
5: Oh, <laughs> uh, you are! You are well liked. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Well, we're
1: through. We're thrilled to have you guys here. We actually spent a fair amount of our travel on this tour listening to the Doughboys. We're big fans oh, wow. of yours. Wow, that's yeah. very nice and I'm, of you. And I'm not just saying that because uh, Nick came up here flashing a little thigh.
2: Yeah. Nick has great summer looks, by the way. I've known Nick for a while. I've, I've worked with you in many of the seasons. Yes. All four of them. <laughs> uh,
6: and what do you, you got? You got winter. Winter. You got spring. That goes right into summer. Oh, yeah. And then you close it out with fall. You gotta. And then winter wraps back around again, so. Holy shit! Wait, what? (laughs) There's a Banjo-Kazooie level that kind of, like, (laughs) where you, you, it touches it off it's probably the best way to learn about the seasons. I think
5: we've talked about this before, but I thought Grunty, you know, when when she wins? Yes. So this
1: is the villain
5: villain of Banjo-Kazooie?
1: Yeah, thanks for just jumping right in with both feet.
2: (laughs) Gruntilda.
1: You yeah. guys watch your Banjo-Kazooie lore videos on YouTube, right?
2: Here's some Easter eggs you may have missed.
5: I think that banjo that was an early horny moment for me when um, <laughs> <laughs> when she when she I mean look, so Gruntilda looks good no matter no you matter just, what. Can you I cuz never
2: I did not have an N64 so I did not play the Banjo-Kazooie games. Can yeah. you describe this character you were horny for?
5: Gruntilda, she's a green witch woman. <laughs> yeah. I'm
2: listening. I'm horny
1: already.
5: Yep. And if you get game over, she like steals something from you, and then becomes like
6: sexified, right, Nick? It, it's like a yeah. It's it's like it the remains two remains green.
5: though, I should point out
6: it remains green. It's like it's like a reverse Shrek, where like she turns into a lady Shrek at the end, Princess Fiona. Is that's what's happened, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of it's kind of a reverse of that. Although she remains green, she remains green. Yeah, and she was very attra- for sixty four bits. She was very attractive. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But I kind of a classic, a classic Wicked Witch of the West look initially. Yes, and yes. she speaks in rhyme, which is interesting.
5: Yeah, well, it's like ma 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 ma. Like that's what you hear. Yeah.
6: You get right. Ry- you're right. The rhyme is all intact. Yes, yeah, n- Nintendo 64 folks, just look it up, okay? <laughs> Don't I'm look it up now. You up. might
2: get too horny.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh I wanted to I wanted to bring up something that happened to us when we were doing a show in Boston, uh where Mitch is from the area. Hell yeah. That's true.
5: No one. No one. Yeah. All right, two. All right. Uh
1: Mitch, if only you could get some affirmation for constantly talking about Massachusetts shit. <laughs> <laughs> if only someone would <laughs> no and <more>. we we. <laughs> Uh, We have a time traveler from 1998
2: in the audience. Uh, So... So we were doing our show at uh, uh, the WBUR City Space, which is this theater that kind of looks out. Uh, there's a big window that you can see from the stage that kind of looks out over Boston. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and I think, you know, something about our trip was that, you know, the, the tour stops were very close together, you know, so we didn't really get to, like, spend time in the city. So I didn't really feel like I got to know the cities, except for in Boston, something very special happened that really made me feel like <laughs> oh, no. I got to know the city. And I gotta have a Boston moment. And so we were kind of looking out, and so the audience is facing the stage, so they can't see what's going on outside, but I can. Um, and you know, for portions of the show, I just kind of zone out. So I was just looking <laughs> out, looking out at, over Boston, and this guy in a Celtics jersey walks by, does a double take, notices that a show is going on, and then shoots me two middle fingers. <laughs> and then just walks off. I think the most I've been and thinking, when he took
1: the middle fingers out of his pocket, it was Alka-Seltzer.
2: <laughs> so I've been thinking about that a lot, and something that I yeah. like about it is that he wasn't with anyone. Right, <laughs> like I could see doing that to impress your buddies, but I like that this guy's just like, "Oh man, I'm gonna
5: tell this dude to fuck off." <laughs> you know what I like? I bet you that guy might never tells anyone about that ever. Right. Yeah.
6: That's a secret he keeps with him, which is that rules. That's what he's supposed to do. It's a sort of chaos energy he just carries. By the way,
5: Jordan, you you never have to go back to Boston. (laughs) I've gotten the whole... You've
6: experienced it completely
5: now. Right, right.
6: I I had a... So, Jordan, you and I used to uh, do improv at this very small theater in Westwood. It's now called the Improv Space. It used to be called Ultimate Improv. And I don't know if it's still there, but it was in a refurbished, like, cell phone store. Like, it used to be a T-Mobile store. This is, like... 15 years ago almost and so it was just it like it just looked like a storefront from the outside uh the owner was very cheap so never had like proper signage so a lot of people couldn't tell what it is it just looked like a business with with you know blacked out windows he's so, not
5: here to defend himself he's not here to owner. defend himself yeah right. but,
6: but so anyway uh we had a so we were in the mid, middle of a show and there was a door in the front that you could just open because it's just a business. And sometimes during the show, people would just, like, open the door and be like, whoop, whoop, sorry, and, like, walk away. <laughs> and you'd only see him from the backstage because there was a backstage curtain, but it was just, like, mildly disruptive. Anyway, we, one day we're in the middle of a show, and we're on stage, and I, uh, some, some performers are on stage, and I'm off stage with a couple other people and the theater owner. This drunk guy, like, shit-faced guy... Uh, uh, Peeks like pushes open the door, pulls open the door from the outside, looks inside, sees an audience of people, and sees some people doing like improv space work on stage, and just slurs out, "Holy fucking shit! What's going on in there? Is it gay stuff?" <laughs> No more!
2: Yeah. Out of there. And, then wa- and then walked and away. Based on the <laughs> principles of improv, yes, and everyone had to start doing gay stuff. <laughs> um, but Nick, I did want to I did want to double back on your summer yes. looks. They're great. You God always have you. Uh, festive shorts. Uh do you do you try to keep your legs looking nice?
6: I mean, Put some effort into lower body, you know. I do some squats and lunges. And you're both swimmers. Deadlifts.
5: I know this about both of you. You're both swim you're swim boys. We're swimmers. We'll head yeah. up the
2: public pool. Yeah. Sure. We're on a text shade where we'll text about swimming and then hashtag it swim
6: boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a true thing about us. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the two I've of us. It.
2: Yeah.
6: It's really cool too. <laughs> Will I throw in the swim emoji sometimes? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh
2: my uh I am I am part of a swim team. And, uh, you know, the coach will send updates periodically. And the coach is, like, an older guy. He's, like, in his, he's in his 50s. He's very sun-damaged. I think probably, like, in the 80s, he probably Wait, got—
1: is he a guy or a tarpaulin?
2: <laughs> yes, he's a, he's a tarp man. Uh, and I think that, like in the 80s, this guy's look is he probably, like, got a lot of work, you know, in movies having three lines as surf bully— Right. Mm. Right. Like that is his vibe. He has a lot of tattoos that seem to be dates that his dead buddies were
5: alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Hold That's a second. Funny. They can't go, oh, you don't know who this is fictional to you, basically. <laughs> buddies die all the time.
1: <laughs> we uh, didn't kill the buddies.
2: <laughs> uh And he will... So he'll send, you know, updates about the pool being closed or, like, uh, you know, uh, time changes, uh, stuff like that.
5: (laughs) The uh, second thing was even a stretch. He'll send emails about the pool being closed and uh, other things.
6: Sure, yeah. (laughs) Just sort of say, uh, today was Banky's birthday. Have him in your thoughts. (laughs) R.I.P. Taken too soon.
2: (laughs) Make God laugh. (laughs) Uh, see Murder, are murdered
1: this. by Jordan Jesse Go
2: <laughs> uh, so he'll like he'll you know do like pool closure update and then the three water drop emoji mm. that th- am i <laughs> am I wrong in thinking and i listen i 'm not a young person i don't know what every emoji means
6: right that's a dick sucking thing, right <laughs> The three water drops? I, I don't know it is specifically dick-sucking, although correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's just sort of like generally horny. Oh. The th- I, for me, I, I, I
5: mean, uh, can I, I'll say it. I, I think it's specifically cum. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay. This right. is fun. We all think something.
2: Jesse, what do you think the three water drops means?
1: I assume, I assume that it was, forgive me for saying this, but vaginal lubrication. Wow.
2: Wow. Yeah. yeah.
1: Who is right?
2: What do they call sub sandwiches in your hometown?
6: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just a a catch all sexual moisture is how I thought of it.
1: By the way, uh, be sure uh, Tuesday, uh, be at the warehouse W H E R E H O U S uh, because Nick's debut album, Sexual Moisture. You came over the grossest term somehow. That was impressive. Yeah.
2: Apologize. He's right, though. Sex is a moist pursuit. It's true. We've just... What did you guys like less? <laughs> that or the thing about my swim coach's dead buddies? <laughs> <laughs> Shout it out. <laughs> Shout out what you liked less. Uh, just a t- quick break yeah. to talk about something that's going on in the audience. Uh, so it's, you know, it's always kind of fun to see the fans and kind of what they're wearing. We got really distracted by yeah. uh, a guy in Boston, not the flip off guy, but a guy who had a long math equation on his shirt. Whoa. Mm. Uh, so that's, that's something. Like the math equation, equation, what are we doing? The
1: fucking math equation on his shirt. We're like, what is that math equation on your shirt, sir? He's like, oh, it's a rapper from Maine. What?
2: Right, <laughs> little crab
5: catcher, <laughs> the rapper from Maine. I'll tell you, we don't like that math shit in Boston. That guy wouldn't last long on the streets.
0: <laughs> yeah,
6: the guy got his head smacked into the side of a Dunkin' Donuts. Are you saying Goodwill Hunting wouldn't actually like that? Wasn't realistic. No fucking way. Anyway,
2: we're on. We're. I'm just. I. I'm having a hard time not looking at this guy who is wearing a hat that says MILF.
5: Mmm, boy. He is front row.
1: Yeah, it's I in, like it. It's in Netflix font. <laughs> it's red Netflix font. It kind of is. Something that's interesting to me about this same row is there's a person in the front row who's... There's, there's several people fanning themselves in the front row, it which looks, yeah. which I can understand because it is toasty in here. Uh, but one of the people is also wearing what appears to be an afghan. <laughs> <laughs> you
5: are wearing that looks
1: very hot. I'm I don't uncomfortably know. Okay. warm, but I'll be darned if I'll bare my shoulders.
2: I can can I don't know if Ali's mic is hot. Can we get an explanation for the MILF hat and an explanation for the Afghan? Do you guys feel comfortable explaining these? Or are they just things or do they not have explanations? Come up to the mic and
1: He's like, Well, the M stands for mom. Uh Never
5: mind. He, I've seen it up close. It's explained. Okay.
1: Uh, the hat says, "Man." Oh, I see what's you going it, on. Jesse. Man, I love food.
2: That's great. Hey, man, I love it. I'm with you, baby. Yeah.
1: That's now. I think the sh- I, I think that Afghan is just for style points, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yes. looking good. Very cool. For
2: the cool. folks at home, right. uh, there's a little twirl and. You know, it's a fun
5: item. Yeah, no. I thought it was a fun item. Uh, the, the audience was like a big like porch
1: in Alabama. Everyone is fanning themselves. <laughs> <laughs> when you started talking about the front row, I immediately assumed there's a, a handsome, beefy man over here, a real beefcake over here, who's wearing a uh, uh, like a like a chambray shirt, like a light colored mm. chambray shirt, maybe, and it was buttoned up, and he was just unbuttoning it, <laughs> and I'm like. Is this dude about to put on a show for us? (laughs) And
2: now he's rubbing a Diet Coke on himself? (laughs) Wow. Uh, Hey, uh, we were talking about games earlier. Banjo-Kazooie, of course, is a game. Uh, And we have a game we want to play with you guys. Uh, and it has something to do with summer. Of course, this is the Summer Boys of Summer tour. Summer is coming to a close, and we wanted to do a a game that would might be like helpful over the yeah. summer. Something uh, you know that you guys can take out and there in the world and, 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 and use. Um, and we we're thinking about what do you need during the summer? Right. You need a beach read. You got to have a hot beach read. Uh, you need a summer jam. So you need tunes. Uh, and we wanted to do a game that would you know help you. Find out about some new beach reads, some new summer jams. Uh, it's a game we're calling "Erotic Novel Grindcore Song" or some shit we made up.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, we will, you will be competing against each other. Okay. Uh, hopefully, some resentments come out while that's happening. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't think. I think it's pretty much impossible for these guys. To make it through a podcast without a few resentments. (laughs)
2: Uh, So yeah, so we were going to be giving you three things. Uh, One of them is an erotic novel, uh, most likely something that's been uh, self-published on Amazon. Uh, The second thing, uh, or one of the things, will be a grindcore song. Grindcore, of course, being a very uh, technical and uh, harsh form of metal music. And some shit we made up is some shit we made up. Yeah. Uh, So you guys will have to say which is which. You will have two lifelines. You will have one, ask the audience, Mm -hmm. uh, where you can ask the audience what they think. Uh, And one, you can ask an expert. And we actually do have an expert. And it's not just me going under the table and popping back up. Uh, Jesse, do
1: you want to introduce our expert? Yeah, he's uh, one of the hosts of Friendly Fire and The Greatest Generation. Uh, Please welcome to the stage Benjamin R. Harrison. Wow. Uh, ben, do you, right yeah, do you want
2: to hang out there? Yeah, uh, Ben, how are you?
6: I'm good. Um, it's actually
1: it's funny because um, middle finger Celtics jersey was my grindcore band in college, so oh. uh,
6: kind of all ties together. Good callback.
1: Really nice. Uh, ben, of course, is known for his knowledge about filmmaking, sure. uh, About Star Trek. Yes. And he's also known for his uh, extreme meddling and his horniness. Yes. So uh, you're the
2: perfect you're the perfect one to be the
1: expert during this game. Much more horny than my wife wishes I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, ben is visiting us from uh, the from the pages of the Lockhorns, apparently.
2: <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, you guys will get to uh, call on Ben for some help, uh, or call on the audience for some help, and use those lifelines uh, when you get stuck. Uh, Nick, uh, this first one is
1: for you. I will be reading your, uh, your options. Okay. One of these will be a real self-published erotic novel. One of these will be a real grindcore song. In some cases, genres adjacent to grindcore. Don't correct us, guy who applauded when grindcore was mentioned. Right.
2: <laughs> some of these are screamo songs. We just want to put that out there. We
1: know. We've and, been told. Uh, one of them will be some shit we made up. One of them okay. Shit we made
2: up. okay. Your first thing. Come for
5: Bigfoot You can wait to hear them all This is in his Apple iBooks right now (laughs) Uh,
2: Second thing Shredded by Sasquatch Third thing The Yeti's Yoni An anthology of horny tales So one of these Oh a glass just broke Good timing
1: if one isn't enough horny tales, so, you want a group of horny tales. One's
6: made up, right? One is a grindcore song. One is a one is a novel. Can I hear the first two again? Sure. Yes, you may. First one, come for Bigfoot, Mm-hmm. and the second one is shredded by Sasquatch.
5: Okay. Can I just, and, can I quickly interject? Yeah. Yeah. Don't pick up that glass. <laughs> the person who who broke the glass. It sounded like they were picking it up. I'm nervous about
1: them slicing. Oh yeah, their sure. Yeah, careful with that. Sorry. Thank you. Leave it to Brian. Brian can handle it.
6: He, Brian can pick it up yeah. Thank you, Brian Yes Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a swing Okay I'm gonna preserve my lifeline How many questions do we have each? Uh,
1: there are As many as I don't know Sure There are a few This okay. isn't so really preserve... a real game, Nick I'll
6: preserve my lifelines Because I feel fairly confident One grind core Two made up Three erotic fiction So f- one grind
2: core Two made up Three erotic fiction Yes Final answer? Yes Zero out of three Fuck! Wow. Uh, the first one uh, is Shredded by Sasquatch. That is the Grindcore song, of course, by the great
1: band Falloplasty. Wow. Of course, a lot of Phalloplasty fans here tonight, I'm yeah. sure. So so, so yeah. So uh was so made up,
2: Come for Bigfoot, of course, the uh, ride right novel by the great Virginia Wade. Mm. Uh, here's something... <laughs> Here, so some, a little something from the back of the book here.
1: The erotic. Congratulations, Jordan, by the way, to Come for Bigfoot on being featured in the October 2012 issue of Penthouse. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, very from the, cool.
2: yeah also from
6: yeah, the, very back of the book. Very prestigious. Also, congrats to Mitch for being attached to Star as Bigfoot in the film adaptation. <laughs> Congrat-
1: <laughs> Congratulations to you, friend, for being attached to co star as Come. <laughs>
2: <laughs> From the back of the book The erotic adventure of a lifetime And an inconceivable love story Between a young woman And her horny Sasquatch mm. wow.
1: I like the possessive Being her horny Sasquatch <laughs> Who's your uh, horny Sasquatch baby?
2: <laughs> uh, Mitch this one's, uh, this one's for you Jesse you want to read Mitch's options?
1: Yeah Your first choice is Violated by monsters Colon The shark man tank <laughs> Hmm Your second is Goat Blood Panspermia. Okay. And your third is President Sex King.
2: (laughs) Shit, this is hard. Talk it out. Talk it out.
5: Man, more than anything, I want Violated by Monsters, the Shark Shark Man tank, to be real. So I'm going to say that that is...
1: Mm, But is that fake? That is the question we're asking here, Mitch. You've identified it.
5: Fuck. President Sex King really could be real. All right. I'm going to go goat blood. What? Panspermia. Yeah. That's going to be a grindcore song. Alright, we yeah, have people like it in the audience. Um, I think that was no. the grindcore guy, too. Does this count? <laughs> He's I like, think this counts yeah. as his lifeline. Doesn't count this as is his is lifeline. lifeline. Yeah. This is not my lifeline? I guessed that before he said uh huh <laughs> I, uh-huh. <laughs> mm, I don't know. You're and using then it. you know what? I just want to be real, so Violated by Monsters erotic novel, even though I think I got this wrong, and then shit me we made up his President Sex King.
1: Three out of three!
5: Wow. <laughs> Mitch came to play. Wow.
2: Goat okay.
1: blood panspermia, of course, is by, and we can all say it together, Sado Mator, <laughs> and the book is "Violated by Monsters: The Sharkman Tank" by Hannah Wild. Uh, the cover of this, yes, is clearly was clearly generated by someone going to a free stock photography <laughs> yeah. website and typing in "clutching her pearls."
2: Yeah, I I, 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 hate to be the, I would hate to be one of these stock photo models. Uh, reverse Google Images searching themselves. Right.
1: <laughs> After falling into an aquarium, Lindy finds a very different kind of pearl necklace, and the only way out, and the only way out is through a thrilling shark man gangbang. Can I just the say the real blurb? Yes, that that you in have high a...
5: school this should be
1: required reading <laughs> <laughs> Yeah S- Sorry the old man in the sea <laughs> We're get these the shark man in there
2: <laughs> uh, Nick this one's for you Okay uh, First thing The horny werewolf Masochistic monster mama Don't neglect Dracula's balls <laughs> Talk it out okay. Talk it out <laughs>
6: I'm going to—I would like to use one of my lifelines, please.
2: Yes. Do you want to uh, poll the audience
6: or talk to Ben? I would like to poll the audience. Okay. And let's see—fuck, how are we going to do this poll? Uh, Okay, wait. Okay, we'll we'll do it this way. If you think horny werewolf is the erotic novel, applaud. (laughs) If you think it's masochistic monster mama, applaud. If you think the horny novel is Don't Neglect Dracula's Balls, please applaud. Okay. Wow. I'm going to go with the audience there. I'm going to say Don't Neglect Dracula's Balls is the novel, Masochistic Monster Mama is the grindcore song, and Horny Werewolf is made up.
2: One out of three. Fuck. Uh, Of course. (laughs)
1: That was an awesome reaction, guys. Uh, Great work, audience. Of course,
2: uh, the grindcore song you did get that right. Uh, Case at Monster Mama" by Malignant Germ Infestation. Uh, the Horny Werewolf is by Nikita King. Uh, bring up the cover of that. Oh, that's good. And of course, "Don't Neglect Dracula's Balls" is made up. Um, I just want to describe this cover for the folks at home. Uh, the Horny Werewolf seems to be pulled from the cutscene of a PlayStation One game.
6: Yeah. <laughs> The font is from uh, an Angel Fire web
1: page. <laughs> uh, the, horny, the horny werewolf has uh, powerful, athletic, I don't know, weiger esque thighs. Yes. <laughs> it look good in a pair of shorts. Uh, but he has a more thorn-like total absence of genitalia. Uh. No visible genitals on the horny uh, where, which a, I guess technically explains why he's so horny. Could be. Uh, Unable from, to copulate. This is
2: from the back of the book, we actually learned that this is a prequel to another novel. Uh, fans of the horny Minotaur will get a glimpse of Warwick mm. before he meets his beloved Sarah. So, mm, okay, that's fine. Yeah. So if you're wondering what
5: Warwick was like
2: before Any horny he met...
1: Minotaur fans out here? I yep, always well, want, I've always wondered where all that melancholy came from, you know. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mitch, this one's for you.
1: Okay, right. here are your choices. Pixies, Tore Me a New One. <laughs> Underwater Bimbos from Outer Space. Ooh. Or Gagging on the Griffin. <laughs> wow. One's a book, one's a song, one's some shit we made up, Mitch. Talk it through. You Grindcore song is Gagging on the Griffin.
5: The erotic novel is Underwater Bimbos from Space, and you guys made up Pixies
1: Tore Me a New One.
5: Zero out of three. Give wow. It. Yes. I thought I
1: was very right. The song is Underwater Bimbos from Outer Space by the band Every Time I Die. Yeah. Uh, and the book is Pixies Tore Me a New One
6: That's by real? J.K. Davis. So were they from, like, a water planet and then they came to Earth and found a home under the ocean. Is this like a cocoon situation? You, oh, you got you to read it. You got to read it. That's the song, Mitch. Oh,
5: it's a song. You got to, whatever. You got to yeah, listen. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> what was the made up one?
2: Uh, the mag- Gagging on the Griffin was made up.
1: Oh, man, that was good. Hey, good job. thanks, buddy. The, um, the stock art for this one, uh, the search string that they used on the stock art website was Oh, Pixies Tore Me a New One.
2: <laughs> <laughs> heavens.
1: It's a surprised woman like holding her hand
6: over her mouth, and it looks very similar to what you might see on a Catherine Heigl direct-to-dVD rom-com. <laughs> Who's JK Davis is what I want to know.
1: She actually, by the way, Catherine Heigel did actually option Pixie Store Me a New One, so we could see that eventually. <laughs> oh
6: boy, All right, that's yeah, fine. Yeah.
2: Uh, the Pixies <laughs> will be played by a CGI Gerard Butler. <laughs> In (laughs) mocap. Nick, this one's for you. Okay. Ravished by the Triceratops. Mm -hmm. Mammoth on Sloth, Ice Age 69. (laughs) And shh, if you're quiet, I'll show you a dinosaur. Those those options again, ravished by the triceratops, mammoth on sloth, Ice Age sixty nine, and shh, if you're quiet, I'll show you a dinosaur. You have uh, you have your talk to Ben
5: lifeline left. I just want to say um, I just yes. want to say that this yeah. is the hardest round so
6: far. This is difficult. I'm curious if in Ice Age sixty nine, which is delightful, if uh, there's a parody character based on Scrat. Um,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I wonder. So you're saying that in your conception of yeah. option B, yeah, this is an erotic, a licensed erotic sequel. That's right. To the Ice Age film starring Ray Romano.
6: I'm not sure officially licensed. I would say it's maybe a an erotic parody. Right, falls but under they, fair use.
1: But they still got Romano. They th- they thought they about using this ain't Ice Age. Yeah, That's the title. <laughs> oh right, yeah.
6: Uh-huh. Um,
1: Ben, but I, this I, is Ray Romano.
6: I'm going to use my lifeline and, and go to Ben, who has has established that he's extremely horny. Uh, ben, uh, Ben, what would you what do you what are you thinking here? What's your thought process on these? Boy, I
1: think I would have been a much
5: bigger help to you on the last lifeline usage mm-hmm. than this damn audience.
6: Uh, but, oh boy! Uh, wow. Ben Ben, with a heel turn. Ben's like, going I'm only going to get
1: to talk a couple times. I've got to get my digs in. That's called the podcast So they turn heel on turn. me quick. I love it.
6: Shades of Hollywood Hogan. But yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we finally got a heel on our show. Right. <laughs> I really do think Mammoth on, Mammoth on Sloth is the book, and I think Ravished by the Triceratops is the song. You've got a couple people still on your side after
6: okay. yeah. you berated them. I would totally alienated the I'm, entire room. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to. am going to trust Ben. I am like Luke in in episode four. I am going to put my trust in this stranger, Ben, who I've just <laughs> i <I'm> just meeting, <laughs> and I'm going to say he is correct. Okay. So t- what is your mammoth on sloth is the book? Uh, Raised by ravishly mm-hmm. Ravish is the song. And C is made up. That's what you're saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yes. Show yes. if you're quiet. I'll show you a dinosaur.
2: Zero out of
6: three. I'm so sorry.
2: Zero out of three. The lifelines are bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, the, uh, the song is Shh, if you're quiet, I'll show you a dinosaur by The Fall of Troy. We know more of a screamo band. Uh, Ravished by the Triceratops, of course, is the erotic novel by Charlotte Sims. And uh, Mammoth on Sloth Ice, age 69, is some shit we made up.
6: Oh man! Ravished by the Triceratops
1: Jesus. is a photo is a photo illustration. This isn't a real photograph, if anyone is wondering. It's a it's a it. What's weird about it? The one thing that's weird about it. <laughs> well, she's wearing a, a bikini, which I mean, if I was going into the prehistoric forest, that's probably what I would wear. But the really distressing part, and it, it takes a lot to be able to say the really distressing part about a book that apparently is about interspecies intercourse between a woman and a dinosaur, is that the dinosaur does, does not appear to be an adult dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> Christine Sims is canceled. Yeah. Fuck Christine Sims.
2: Okay. Uh, Mitch, this is the last one and uh, you you are in the lead. There's no way he, there's no way you can lose. <laughs> no.
6: N- this, is, uh, this is just to to squash Nick. Okay. Hello, right, let's go 3 for 3. Wait, didn't you get the second one wrong? No, th- I got three
5: I got three right. I got the okay. first
6: three right. You mean 3 for 3 on this one. Yeah. yeah. You guys okay. are both doing
1: very badly.
2: We've done this in eight cities and this is by far the lowest scoring we've had. <laughs> yeah. <ever>. By a
1: <laughs> wide margin. Uh, Mitch, here's your first choice. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say this, and I'm not going to mess up in the middle. All right. Creamed in the butt (laughs) by my handsome living corn. Wow.
2: (laughs) My, by my handsome living corn. B.
1: Sure. I'd fuck a meatloaf. <laughs> and finally, gluing carpet to your genitals does not make you a cantaloupe.
6: I, look, there's no way, even if I was trying to sabotage Mitch, it wouldn't matter. So, but I assure you I'm not trying to sabotage you. I'm pretty sure A is real, a book by Chuck Tingle.
5: I was going to say that A, a was real. Yeah. And that, and my,
6: you ruin it for me, man. You're no, I trust it. you people believe that you knew that you thought it was real?
1: Don't <laughs> Don't you hate it when your friend helps you?
5: I'm going to say A is a neurotic novel. Yes. I think I think B is made up. What you What is was I'm going to use an audience poll. No, you, you only think? have Ben left. You have to talk to I Ben. I never used anyone ever. All right, fine. Ben, what do you think? I haven't really demonstrated much confidence. I th- I say ask them. Guys, <laughs> Is B made up? That's what I was thinking, anyways. This is like who wants to know who wants to be a millionaire when the, like he knows the answer. Just I don't for know. the record, I disagree. with them. Oh wow! All right, so definitely <laughs> gonna fuck say yeah. it's made up. Sure, I'd fucking meatloaf is made up. C is a it's a grindcore song. Three out of three. <laughs> Whoa! Wow.
1: Gluing carpet to your genitals does not make you a cantaloupe is by The Locust. uh, (laughs) A a band to wear stretchy bug suits with bug eyes and then go... (laughs) Saw them in concert once. It was quite an experience. And as Nick Weiger, horny expert, correctly identified, creamed in the butt by my handsome living corn, is a real book by Chuck Tingle. Yeah. Classic Tingler. Nick,
6: how how did you know that? I've... I've met Chuck Tingle. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Does the corn
1: have the same face as the man?
2: <laughs> That's an
5: excellent observation, Ben. <laughs> I think it
2: is. Like if
1: you face swapped them, I don't know if you'd
5: be able to tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, why did you meet Chuck Tingle? What what's
1: happened here?
6: He was on. He was. On, uh, Jordan met him. As yeah, met well. him He, I on he came midnight, on at midnight. Yeah. It was a oh, lot of fun. All right. yeah, a a delightful man! Head. Yeah. Delightful.
1: Nick is actually the basis for the handsome living corn. <laughs>
2: Uh, There's a little something from the back of the book. When Matthew Mikani May sets off on his yearly trip to the California Farming Convention, he expects to have a typical weekend of whining and dining with an assortment of living crops. Hold it. A typical weekend. Yes. Of wining and dining. With an assortment of living crops, yes. <laughs> uh, what he doesn't expect is that one of these handsome ag- agricultural staples would capture his heart. Enter Liplon, the handsome living corn who sweeps, sweeps Matthew off his feet in a night of hardcore anal plowing he will never forget. Wow. Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, Jordan. Oh, we have
6: a bonus question. Nick, yeah. you can win it all. This,
1: okay. This is worth. However many points you are behind, Mitch, plus one.
6: Okay, this is like a Golden Snitch situation. Instant, yes, instant win. It's a okay. real Golden Snitch. Got it. This is trash. I kicked your ass in this already. <laughs> Look, the the Quidditch is a poorly designed game. It's not balanced. It's a Golden Golden Snitch needs to be nerfed, but it's there's no uh, there's no update coming. So, okay. what can you do?
2: The incorporeal becomes corporeal through the suffering of the innocent. Uh huh. The planet that once used to absorb flesh in order to achieve divinity and immortality suffocated to the flesh that it desired. And, of course, does God ever speak through cats? Do you want to hear him again? Yeah, can I hear him one more time? Yes. The incorporeal becomes corporeal through the suffering of the innocent. The planet that once used to absorb flesh in order to achieve divinity and immortality
6: suffocated to the flesh that it desired. Does God ever speak through cats? I would like to invoke my third lifeline. What? I would like to ask my friend and cat expert, Mike Mitchell. Wow. <laughs> Mitch, what do you think about that cats one? What is your instinct? Nick? Yeah? I'll tell you honestly. Mm-hmm. I think it's the fake one. You think it's the fake one? Yes. Okay. Some people agree with me. Not many, though. No, I think no. I think so. I think I'm going to say I'm going to go with Mitch. I'm going to say C is fake. B, the planet that once used to absorb flesh in order to achieve divinity and immortality, suffocated the flesh that it desired. Is the horny book and A, the incorporeal becomes corporeal through the suffering of the innocent. Is the grindcore song. Yeah. Nick. Wow.
2: Nick. 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 Zero out of three. <laughs> wow. Zeroed out yet again. Uh, the incorporeal becomes corporeal through the suffering of the sin is made up. The grind... Whoa. Whoa, my goodness. What happened? Some piss. <laughs> uh, the planet that once used to absorb flesh in order to achieve divinity and immortality, suffocating the flesh it desired, of course, is by Demolic. And Does God Ever Speak Through Cats is a novel about a guy who... Uh, whoa. It was me the whole time. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, let's move on and hope that banging doesn't happen again. Uh, oh, no, is, it was, is it a mic thing?
1: No, it was uh, I think it was, it mine. was yeah. I think it
2: was
5: I think it was half in.
1: Oh God. Yeah.
5: <laughs> All right, relax.
1: I would say uh, I guess no. but she wouldn't know.
2: Uh okay, well, the game's over. Yay. Uh hey, uh, it's all good. We're going to be back with a very special Momentous Occasions uh, 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 featuring a, a celebrity video drop-in, uh, but first, another song uh, by one of our favorite comedy singer-songwriters, and uh, we fail to mention the host of the Everything's Coming Up Simpsons podcast, uh, returning soon to MaximumFun.org with an all-new format. Please welcome back to the stage, Allie Gertz.
3: Uh, hi guys, it's great to be back uh, I couldn't do this without my New band member, Parker uh, So can we bring Parker back up to the stage Please <laughs> Parker Parker mm-hmm. Uh, this is a song about a, uh, a Simpsons character that I love very much. And it's probably not the one you like the better of the two Simpsons songs I have, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Frank Grimes, or Grimy as he liked to be called Was thin but unlike his temper, very tall he lost his patience to his jealousy. He wasn't careful with the electricity. And now he'll never have a wife with pearls. Or live a life where he's got lobsters and two little girls. Grimy will never see Homer one more time. I am sorry, Frank Grimes. That's it, thank you. Sarah <laughs> Parker.
2: Allie Gertz, everybody. Uh Allie's gonna join us for the rest of the show. Um uh, Allie. I want to mention something that we were talking about backstage. Uh, we're talking about the heat, uh, you know, uh, and ways to beat the heat. Um, you were telling me that you have been putting clothes in the freezer.
3: It was a one time mistake. <laughs> I quickly learned. Um, it makes, so I had read, like, I was reading, like, hot tips to cool down. Sure. And um, I was really looking forward to, like, you know, d- d- cold, you know, Area and was like, really, like that's nice. Um, I very well gave myself a yeast infection because Cuss. it's next to like corn and like other things that I freeze. Um, so I
2: freeze d- corn,
3: what, yeah. yes, that- okay. <laughs> it comes in a frozen bag. I'm oh, not, okay,
2: okay, yeah, I'm not,
3: yeah but no, I was saying,
1: an ear of Jordan, corn in the freezer. Oh, Jordan, yes. you never know when you're gonna need to be creamed in the butt. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, but, yeah, no, I, I put, I, I thought it'd be a nice gesture for both me and my boyfriend to, like, he'd, we'd both, we're, you know, we don't have AC, and I was like, it's going to be so nice. And then as soon as I put it on, it did feel great. So if you don't have, like, a really stinky freezer, like, I say go for it. But um, I think I still kind of have the energy of it, so I really apologize.
2: That's okay. You, I am getting a little whiff of Hot Pocket. Oh, no. <laughs>
3: But Vegan Hot Pocket? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, so uh, for our uh, for this segment, uh, this is a uh, segment that we like to do in every program. Uh, it's called Momentous Occasions, where uh, <clears throat> listeners, give us a call at 206 984 for fun and uh, let us know things that are going on in their lives. Uh, but because we are live here at the Angel City Brewery, we're going to be using Momentous Occasions provided by you, the live audience uh, now, but the first one is uh, something kind of special, right?
1: Yeah, this is something that uh, because we hit a goal in the Max Fun Drive, uh, a famous, talented person backed herself into a corner and agreed to do. Um, our, our friend, Amy Mann. Wow. Uh, also, a podcaster in the Max Fun Network, uh, one of the co hosts of The Art of Process, alongside Ted Leo, another actual talented person, uh, came on Jordan Jesse Go. We were very grateful to have her there. We were having a great time. And. I don't remember exactly how it went down, but we tricked her into promising to write a song about Jordan's cat.
2: Yeah, so uh, so we uh, we met a great goal this year in the Max MaxFun Drive. Of course, Max MaxFun is supported by all the people who go to the website and throw it a donation. Uh, if you do that, thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, we wanted to uh, kind of tempt people with goals, and Amy Mann uh, said that if we reached a certain goal, she would write a song about my cat Bug. Uh, that goal was met, and Amy Mann... Uh, uh, th- uh, f- followed through on her word And so uh, for you The live audience here Is the world premiere of uh, Amy Mann's song About my cat my name
1: Again, I just feel like it would be so cool to know how to do anything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, You're you saying up. like playing a guitar or something? Or? Yeah, play guitar or <laughs> sing or get people to like you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Allie, you have cats, right?
3: I have two cats.
1: What are their names?
3: Uh, their names are Faraday and Ginsburg. Okay. And um, the origin of their names changes based on who I'm trying to impress.
2: Mm. <laughs> wow.
0: Uh,
3: because Faraday, if you're a smart person talking to me, I've named it after the physicist, but it's really named after the Lost character, who was named after the physicist. Um, and then Ginsburg, if I'm talking to a feminist, it's Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but it's really Alan Ginsburg. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Uh, Mitch, you have cats. Do You have two as well, right? I have have Wally and Irma. Uh, I love them. Are
3: they here tonight?
5: Uh, They're waiting in the car for me. Um, (laughs) What?
1: It's not that hot. Um,
5: (laughs) To be fair,
1: it's cooler in Mitch's car than it is in here. (laughs) Um, I bought
5: them a litter robot. Today was the first day... With their litter robot, and so it's a big orb. It's this big orb that, like, it pours out. Like when the cat goes in and, and does his business, it it knows that, and then it it, it cycles around, and it and it and it pour, and it, the poo gets poo like poured out of it.
1: And it was that it, did not make sense, Mitch.
5: <laughs> Look, I'm not a robots guy, but <laughs> um, but it, in the instructions it was like. Hey warning like maybe don't have your cats there for the first like cycle of the actual litter robot. And I was like, "Nah, it'll we'll be fine." And then Irma saw it happen and she's terrified of the litter robot. Oh boy. And I was like being like, "You can go in." And she's like Aah! like putting her arms up, not wanting to go in. So it's a mess already.
3: I would love to hear the Amy Mann song about the poop litter robots <laughs> <laughs> with the same sadness.
1: I You're... think we've we've taken enough of her dignity. <laughs>
3: Bug is Bug is alive and well. Sure, wow. Bug's the, doing great. The song does make it seem like Bug is dead.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I got it. It, well, could, it could also be like Bug just graduated from high school. <laughs> right.
3: How yeah. old is Bug yes. in human years?
1: Uh,
2: Yeah, in
5: human... God, what's the cat to human ratio? I guess I don't know what it is. It's four years usually. Is that crazy? No? No, it's four years. I'm going to say it. All right, fine. It's four years. Wow. <laughs> uh, So she is uh, 32 then. 32. Uh, 32. Times. Okay, all right. All right, I know the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Our first momentous
2: occasion is Alan. Alan, are you here? Uh, Oh, Alan went on a trip recently. Alan, do you want to come up here to this microphone? Here's Alan. Uh, And then uh, Stephanie M., you'll be next. Uh, Alan, uh, tell us about your momentous occasion. Uh, I flew from Seattle, and I went to the La Brea Tar Pits for the first time. Oh. Oh. It was
1: awesome. It was everything you said it would be. You said it was awesome?
2: Oh, it was great. It you weren't
1: at good. all disappointed that there was no dinosaurs, just a bunch no, of... No, there are real giant, scientists. Like double-sized regular animals? Yeah, there was, There were great. Like a giant ground sloth, for example. Yep. It's two notable characteristics. Yes. Are that it's bigger than a regular sloth. Yep. And it can't climb trees.
2: But did you see how big it was?
1: But have you seen a <laughs> dinosaur, though? Like, We're, it seems I've like it them. promises dinosaurs. It fight, feels fight, like. Fight, yeah.
2: fight, okay. fight, 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 <laughs>
1: fight. Totally
2: disagree with you because okay. you go in there and there are real scientists working just like in Jurassic Park. Get You get to ass. witness them.
6: Get his ass.
2: Taking stuff apart and, you know, polishing whatever or
5: whatever.
6: There Drag. you go.
2: Hell, hell yeah, dude. You just got dunked on. <laughs> Wait, so,
6: what's, what's, he, uh, what's he polishing? Bones. Really? I don't know. Alan, you got Detritus? a you got a lovely uh, vacation floral shirt on there. Thank it's very, you. very nice. I, I have a question about the La Brea tar pit surrounding area. What did you do for lunch around there? Because there's a lot of good options.
2: <laughs> there's a the counter. <laughs> I got a sandwich yeah, counter's great. from someplace nearby. I'm forgetting the name. It has oh, farms boy. in the name. Mendocino Mendocino Farms. Mendocino Farms. Yes. Oh, Mendocino yes. farms yes. Okay. Thank
1: God we didn't finish a Jordan Jesse Go episode <laughs> without a reference to a local restaurant. <laughs> You're welcome. I have a question about the tar pits.
2: Yeah, sure.
5: Is that... Oh, never mind. <laughs> is this about an embarrassing sexual experience is that, <laughs> you had there? Is it natural tar that's in those pits? Yes. Or is it yeah. fake man-made tar? That's what I want to know. All natural. It's real. Like, it's all did natural? a guy
1: go there and put tar there to catch dinosaurs? <laughs> is that what you're asking? I'm saying... Like, the, one of those roofing crews <laughs> pulled up one of those hot bubbling trailers and was like, this looks like a place where dinosaurs might try to go to eat. (laughs) They poured it in there and they caught themselves a couple of Mm. terrible beasts. I'm saying, is that the natural tar that's bubbling up from the earth or
5: is that some bullshit man-made tar that they put in the pool there? That's a good question. Do you you think
3: the moon landing was fake? (laughs)
5: Uh, Give it up
2: for Alan, everybody. Thanks, Alan. Uh, Stephanie M. Stephanie M. Come to the mic. Stephanie. Ah, yes. Uh, M stands for Morris. This is my sister, everybody. My sister Stephanie. Wow.
0: Uh,
2: Tell us about your momentous occasion. Um, I've been, I'm
3: an attorney in Orange County, and I've been in a trial since March, and it finally finished today. And I'm glad, because I don't like anybody in it. Hell Yeah. And I won.
2: Congratulations. Wow. What, what, do you do? lawyers do something to celebrate when you win a trial? Do you, like...
3: You go to your brother's
4: podcast. I go to my yes. brother's <laughs> podcast,
2: yeah. Every lawyer goes you to know. their brother's podcast.
1: <laughs> um, can I guess what the case was about?
4: Oh, sure. You can try.
1: I think I can get it in one. Mm-hmm. Tar Fraud. Yeah.
2: That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah.
5: And you should have said, we won our case today. <laughs> yeah,
2: it was Mitch V.
1: La Brea. <laughs> He's a dinosaur civil rights lawyer. Uh, uh,
2: well, hey, uh, hey, give it up for my sister, everybody. Uh, Amanda. Our last one will be Amanda. Amanda, are you here?
1: You have a momentous occasion? I'm looking for Amanda Huggenkiss. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy.
3: What's that from?
6: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One I'm of curious. Bart's more problematic <laughs> prank phone calls. <laughs> w- was, it a jury? Yeah. was it a jury trial, or was it a judge's decision? You're not looking in her direction, where, which is the first issue. Went. Was it a jury trial? Oh, no. No, it was a ju- the judge ruled? Oh, very cool. Okay. Yeah. The judge does rule. Yeah. I thought it was one of
2: those
1: corny-ass jury trials.
2: <laughs> well, uh, Amanda apparently left when she realized the show was bad. So, uh, <laughs> Jesse Nicely. Is Jesse Nicely here? Do you want to share your moments as occasion? Come on up, Jesse. Yes, yeah. oh, Jesse. Hey. Yeah.
1: Oh, boy.
2: Another
6: great floral outfit. Yeah, looking very cool.
4: Oh, I ha- okay. I have to say it out loud. You do, yeah. Um, when I was young, my parents didn't want to work anymore. They wanted me to be famous, so they took me to audition for the kids' version of American Idol, and it turned out that part of that was that you had to dance, and I cannot, and I was publicly humiliated in front of about 5,000 people by Nigel Lithgow, the producer.
0: Jesus.
2: Wow. <laughs> uh, <woo. Wait, laughs> <you, laughs> it
4: sounds really intense. It was really intense.
2: Yeah. Uh, Who was the producer,
5: did you say?
4: Nigel Lithgow, he's on So You Think Angel. You Can Dance.
2: Wow. What, what were you, were you, how was your singing?
4: Um, I think it was good. Yep. I sang "Angel" sing? by Sarah McLachlan. Sing it now. Yeah, let's
5: yeah, do this. Let's it. hold on. Let's do this. Let's do this.
4: I want to give you those days are over. I and guess what give,
5: <laughs> Nigel's in the audience.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I do want to, you know, you. I mean, sh- maybe those five thousand people, you know, you felt embarrassed in front of, but you can redeem yourself in front of a sweaty audience. A sweaty audience. <laughs> do you want to do a couple bars or something? Maybe just
1: I think you're ready party. for this sing anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Sir, it sounds <laughs> pretty good uh, just now. Uh, Jesse, I think you can do this. One Jesse to another. I think you got this.
4: Oh, my God.
1: I think this crowd is here for you. you yeah. guys. Are the yeah.
4: This is literally my nightmare. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll all dance
2: a little bit <laughs> while you do it to distract from...
4: Oh my God! Uh, okay, no. Well, let's is see. in the arms? Is
5: the, <laughs> in the arms of an angel? Is that right?
4: Yeah, it's like uh, the song about dying. And how does
5: it go? Mm. In the arms. Yeah, in the arms, of the
4: arms of the angel. Fly away. Yeah! Wow! <laughs>
2: uh, that's our show, wow. Allie Gertz, everybody.
1: The so Doughboys, Allie Gertz, Jordan Morris. Brian, Sonny D Fernandez, Jesse, our ringer. We'll be back there. We're glad to uh autograph your merchandise. Thank you for sticking it out with us. Good night. Good night. And thank you partner. blueprint to a real man.
3: Talk they hey, for the deal right. man. I ain't gonna hell
1: Another thrilling Jordan Jesse go in the books, live from Los Angeles. Thank you for joining us on it. Yes. uh, Thank you so much
2: to uh, Nick Weiger and Mike Mitchell. They, of course, host the great podcast, The Doughboys. And uh, thanks to Allie Gertz.
1: For... I honestly do not recommend the Doughboys.
2: Oh, oh, yeah? I say avoid it. We're split. We're split on the uh, on the topic of the Doughboys. Yeah, it's kind of a Siskel and Ebert thing. <laughs> oh, sure, yes. Yeah. Um, well, I like it. Jesse hates
1: it. Do you love it? Weigh in. Hit us up Sorry, on... were we talking about the Doughboys? Yes. Ah, oh, fuck. For some reason, I thought we were talking about the Prince of Tides. No, 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 no. We both no? love the Prince of Tides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, and
1: Allie Gertz's
2: uh, podcast. Everything's coming up. Simpsons will be back with a new
1: format uh, soon, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Our special thanks to all the folks from Max Fun who helped out at the live show, and of course, our producer Brian Sunny D Fernandez. You can find us on Twitter at Jesse Thorne and at Jordan underscore Morris. You can find us on Reddit at maximumfun.reddit.com. On Facebook, you can like Jordan Jesse. Go join the Max Fun Facebook group. And uh, I, I don't have anything left to say. No. I'm done. Do those things. This goose is cooked. <laughs> we'll talk to you next <laughs> time, time. Time to eat the goose. On Jordan Jesse. And a fine fat goose it is mm-hmm. on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org.
3: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
6: Audience supported.